As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Now live from the 51 Radio Studios in Covington, Tennessee, it's Adam and Chad, brought to you by Dowden Power Sports. Bringing you all the sports talk you can handle every Tuesday night at 8 Central on U.S. 51 Country, 93.5 FM. And now, your hosts, Adam Craig and Chad Gatlin. Ah, yes, Adam and Chad, right here on U.S. 51 Country 93.5 FM and the U.S. 51 Country mobile app. I am still adjusting to this microphone. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I like it or not, but uh, new, new microphone set up for the first time, so we'll see if I'm, uh. We'll see if I'm able to handle it throughout the show. But uh, thanks for being with us, Adam and Chad. Brought to you by Dowden Power Sports, of course, on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. And we have a great show for you. Our title sponsor, Dowden Power Sports, located on Highway 51 in Millington, right there in front of USA Stadium, where the uh, national baseball team used to practice for the Olympics. But now baseball's not in the Olympics and the team's not in Millington. So... It's that is no longer the case, but USA Stadium still there. Dowden Power Sports right there in front of USA Stadium. They carry Can Am side by sides, Can Am four wheelers. They've got the the golf cars, the city car golf cars. Now these are electric golf cars. They are street legal on roads, thirty five miles per hour or less. They got all the turn signals, all the lights, everything you could want for that. It's all available at Dowden Power Sports. They carry X Mark lawnmowers as well. They've got Bentelli. Uh, mopeds, just go down there and check out the full inventory, parts, accessories. They work on stuff. It is just an amazing store. It's one of the most fun stores that a man can go to, and uh, I'm sure a lot of women, too. I don't mean that to be sexist. I'm sure a lot of women enjoy Dowden Power Sports as well. You can see their full inventory online at DowdenPowerSports.com. That's DowdenPowerSports.com. And you can visit them at their store in front of USA Stadium on Highway 51 in Millington. We want to hear from you guys here on the show. Adam will tell you how to do that. That's right. You can catch us on Twitter at Adam Chad Sports. And, of course, always on Facebook.com, Adam Chad Sports. If you want to send us an email, it's sports at WKBL1250.com. If you don't catch us live and you want to catch the podcast later on, Today or this week, you can go to Spreaker.com, iTunes, or iHeartRadio. Also, if you want to call in during the show, it's 901-475-9355. All right, we'll kick the show off like we do every week. It's a sports update that we call The Rundown. The Rundown. The Rundown. 
In the Olympics, U.S. currently leads in medal count with 22. We have six gold medals. China has more gold with seven. U.S. currently has four golds in swimming, one in shooting, and one in gymnastics. Earlier today, winning the one in gymnastics by the largest margin ever. The NFL usually kicks off preseason action with a Hall of Fame game. They had to cancel it this year due to a problem with the graphics on the field, which was deemed unsafe. The defending World Cup champion U.S. women's soccer team played Columbia to a 2-2 draw earlier tonight. That clinched Group G for the U.S., and they now move on to the Olympic quarterfinals. That is the rundown. And do the David Letterman, just throw the paper. (laughs) Just throw it. I have nowhere to put. I'm not used to sitting over here still, so I I have nowhere to put the paper. But uh, the the Olympic Games, of course, the biggest thing in sports going on right now uh, until football starts up. NFL was supposed to have a Hall of Fame game, didn't have it. Some people were upset. I don't care. It's a preseason game that means nothing. It was a dumb idea to begin with, in my opinion. Well, it's just a grab, the TV ratings grab. Well, they grabbed some ratings, all right, some bad ones after that. I mean, that to me is mean, as meaningless as that game. I feel the way you do. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But at the same time, this is like your opening game. People hadn't watched football. But it's for, not your like, opening game. Make, well, make know, your but, opening game the big game. Well, yeah. This is a pre But I'm saying for game. somebody that's been wanting football, you know, it's like I, was, I even turned it over and I was like, oh, cool. At least there's a football game on. I'm just curious. You know, I know it doesn't mean nothing. It's probably not going to be super great, but it's still football. I turn over, I see a bunch of, you know, people hanging out on the field and i'm like what is this oh they're still doing this then i see the little thing flash across the bottom i mean i thought i was like somebody needs to slap the commissioner for something that's stupid how do you you've got all year to figure out how to do and then you it's like how does that happen if you're a company i mean you're like the nfl it's a you're you're this large uh, corporation whatever how does that happen? That that just me. It just shows the incompetence of the it's NFL some, overall. Some, something to do something with that dumb. The turf uh, came from, and I've got a story on it, and we'll talk about it a little later. Uh, but uh, if we get to it, but basically, actually, I'll just it's go basically on and, a quality I'll go control and pull it out. Let me hang much. on. Let me look in our because I know it had to do with knees and sports information and here. ankles and and all that possibly getting caught. It is. It says. Uh, the decking that covered the field was not fully removed until 2.45 p.m. on Sunday, despite league personnel being told it would be completed by 8. The independent field tester noted in his report that the painting was fairly heavy with some crusting on the surface and said that the paint would break up once the players ran over it several times. Uh, and they also, apparently it was turf that was old turf from uh, Superdome. I uh, pre or post Katrina, I don't know, but uh, oh wow, it's old turf from the Superdome, and what it is is the wrong paint was used for that type of turf. Like apparently, it you depends use, on yeah. the, you got to use a certain kind of paint on a certain, certain kind, kind of, of turf. turf. Yeah, and so they used the wrong paint. This was having problems. They tried to wash it off, and then it kind of gelled up, and it was just an unsafe condition oh, for the right. players. So they decided to just call the game off because the game doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah, I, I agree with so that. So it, it doesn't really – I don't know. It, it doesn't bother me that much that it was canceled, the Hall of Fame game. I mean, it's look, it's disappointing. It's a it's a, it's well, a black eye no, – uh, not, maybe not a black eye. They got it's, plenty of black eyes already. Yeah, yeah. They're walking it's in with their eyes almost closed already. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely looks bad on the NFL as far well, as organization. But, it would make uh, me go know, I, it's okay if it's something like that got overlooked for a game that's meaningless what else you know what other kind of doofy things are we in for this year and we of course we've seen it the last few years 
the incompetence and the and the back and forth of things all the way down to the rules and then all the other garbage they come up with throughout the year it's like they need to just get rid of all the kind of like you go in a place in upper management just get rid of all of them and start over say all right we're gonna bring a whole new group in here because you guys obviously at the same time have come off at the same time though at the same time now the nfl is more profitable than it's ever been more popular than it's ever been higher tv ratings than it's ever had so it's not like everybody at the NFL screwing up. Well, yeah, I, I don't think, though, I guess I'm in the side of it. I feel like it's not the people running the NFL that have made it profitable. It's the sport itself, the the athletes and the and just the overall. It's not. I don't think it's anything they've done because they haven't really changed much. I mean, in reality, if they want to uh, thank somebody, and, of course, I know people would argue, it's the XFL. Because they were going down the toilet until the XFL came along, and then they go, "Uh oh, these guys!" And they took all the cool stuff I liked about the XFL, and they and they, I think they started a, using it, and then all of a sudden, I believe, oh, let's see, wait, things wait, are wait, getting wait. a little better. I believe it's a gross overstatement to say they were going down the toilet. I, well, I, think I mean, that it wasn't going to ever go that away. That is a it's gross overstatement. They it were, was not. And as a matter of fact, was, nobody would have thought of starting an alternative league had the NFL not been popular enough for people to want football year round. And that's why the XFL yeah. was thought to be able to work, and then it couldn't work. But I, I think a lot of that has to do with the circus that Vince McMahon turned the games into. Well, yeah, now uh, that that was his because fault. Because the, the product there. on the field was good. Yeah, and uh, the other than the stupid it was the, coin toss, instead of a coin toss, they throw the ball out there and the guys run it. Well, out I it, think so. it was more about the announcers and the people that were not. But yeah, when you get Jim handling. Ross and, uh, yeah. and, and well, you got a bunch of wrestlers calling the games, that really yeah, kind of makes a problem. The same guys that do Monday Night Raw do the NFL games was not a good idea. The all. marketing was was good. The teams were good. The team names were the cool. color. Yeah, I mean they had they had that down, and it's just like one of those things where they you had the right idea, but you went the way you executed oh, the wrong way. Speaking of team names, did you see where in Salt Lake City the team? That is owned by the fans, franchise, that team we talked about a few weeks ago. That's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's 100% like crowdfunded and, and the fans make every decision for the team. Yeah. Every decision goes through the fans, puts up to a vote, including the team name. And uh, they they went, uh, they Teamy McTeam face was yeah. an option and it did not win. Oh. It, it, uh, they, they're in, you know, they're like the, I can't even remember now, it's like the Salt Lake Screaming Eagles or something. Yeah. And, well, at least. The stupidity didn't rain in that case. I would have loved it if it had been the Salt Lake Teamy McTeam face. Oh, gosh. It had been, it Who would been. your mascot be if you're Teamy McTeam face? You'd be like the Phillies, I guess, and just roll out something weird. Looking. Some kind of goofy. Why the yeah. Phillies mascot is something like that when a Philly is a horse, I have no idea. Yeah. but uh, I've never understood that either. I, I don't, I mean, it's. I mean, it but, was, to me, it make a clear uh, mascot just to have a horse, but no, they got like some kind of alien. Yeah, so it, it's I don't like, know. Let's make up just some goofy thing and throw it out there. Nobody, okay, you know, they're not gonna pay attention. It's just a mascot anyway. But the U.S. Yeah. leading the games and medals right now. Of course, there's stuff going on right now, like uh, Michael Phelps. I'm not sure what time this will happen or if it's happening now. Uh, but Michael Phelps and uh, will compete in the 200 meter breaststroke uh, finals tonight and try to get another gold medal. You saw the uh, Michael Phelps's face thing, right? You've seen this meme that's popped up since yesterday, the Michael Phelps face. Oh yeah, because of him and the he's other, really yeah. staring that guy down. Like, yeah. and just I mean, it is. It's the meanest I've seen somebody. Maybe I mean, he looks like he's about to blow right there. Yeah, he looks like he's just about to. I mean, he's just before getting up and 
you know, scrapping gravel with that guy. Yeah, I, I didn't get. I I saw. I actually watched that part of it. And I they were making such a big deal about it. I didn't get why. Even the purpose. It's like you're swimming, guys. You're not getting ready to go throw down. In a well, football game. It, but they have history. See, Michael well, Phelps. Yeah, Michael yeah. Phelps. This guy has talked trash about Michael Phelps. Yeah, and said that the Michael Phelps has made silly excuses for losing to him in London, and uh, so they they have history. But I could see Bad giving blood. him the stare down like after he won because he turned around and won. And it was like, yeah. But beforehand, it's kind of like the guy don't really care because he's already beat you. They both lost, before, actually. Yeah. It was both second and yeah. third, and then the other guy came in first. So, so it's kind of like, yeah. yeah it's, uh, See where that got The him. women's <laughs> swimming star Katie Ledecky already captured a gold medal in swimming and a silver medal, expected to uh, medal some a uh, couple more times. Uh, Katie Ledecky, she's like the new, the women's Michael Phelps, the Amanda Beard of... Uh, wait, was Amanda Beard? Is she a she's a swimmer, right? No, she's a surfer. Yeah, I what am say, I thinking? Yeah. No, yeah, I, was I don't know. She's the next whatever, Mike, woman Michael Phelps. Yeah. But uh, she's competing in the uh, swimming event. U.S. right now leading with medals by a couple over China. Michael Phelps, the guy who he hates. The guy's name is Chad. Oh man. So I'm already not a Michael Phelps fan now. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be right back. We'll have Jeff Ireland on the line. Saddam and Chad on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. Yamaha of Millington is now Dowden Power Sports. I'm Josh Dowden, and I'm inviting you to check out the new Can-Am side-by-side, four-wheelers, and the Can-Am Spiders. Dowden Power Sports also has the only golf cars around that are street legal on roads posted 35 miles per hour or less. Need to haul your new toys? Dowden Power Sports is an authorized dealer for PJ trailers, the best-built trailers on the market. We also do service and repair on most major brands of motorcycles and off-road vehicles. Visit us online at DowdenPowerSports.com or stop by the dealership on Highway 51 in Millington next to Homer Skelton CD. Hi, I'm Lynn Lane, owner of Lane Flooring in Ripley, Tennessee. I'm here to invite you to stop in and see me for all your flooring needs. I have the largest selection in flooring in this area. I have everything that you could possibly need when it comes to flooring. We are very experienced and the best at what we do, whether it's commercial or residential. There are no gimmicks here at Lane Flooring. We actually do have to charge you to install your carpet. We are conveniently located on Highway 51 in Ripley. If you want honest pricing and guaranteed expert installation, things done right the first time, then stop by or give us a call at 731-635. 7081. Are you ready to go where nobody can beat the deal on your new ride? Can't touch this. Then you know where you gotta go. Gossip Kia on the Pike. Come see us today and take your pick. 2017 Sportage or 2017 Sorrento 249 a month. Can't touch this. 2016 Sportage was named highest ranked small SUV in initial quantity by JD Power. And 2016 Kia Soul, highest ranked compact multi-purpose vehicle in initial quantity by JD Power. Now just $13,699 or $179 a month. And best of all, every gossip Kia on the Pike comes equipped with America's best 10 year 100,000 mile limited warranty. Oh, yeah! Can't nobody touch Gossip Kia on the Pike for the best deals in the Mid-South. Can't touch this. What are you waiting for? Hurry to Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike. Ask for Bobby J or visit GossipKia.com. Excludes tax title and license with approved credit. Includes all factory rebates. Kia 49875. Offer valid through end of the month. Dealer's stock only. Warranties and limited powertrain warranty. For details, see retailer or go to Kia.com. Not all customers may qualify for all rebates or incentives. U.S. 51 Country Community Calendar. 
If your church, civic group, or nonprofit organization has an event coming up or important information you would like to share on the community calendar, we'd love to hear from you. Send the details to Public Service Director, 101 WKBL Drive, Covington, Tennessee, 38019, or visit us51country.com and click on Local Events to post your information. US 51 Country. Here's your forecast from News Channel 3. Partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low temperature near 78 degrees. It'll be hot and humid again tomorrow. A mix of clouds and sunshine. 93 for the high. The heat index value around 105 degrees. But look for a few scattered showers and thunderstorms to cool things down for some folks. That'll continue into Thursday as well. The high temperature Thursday at 91. I'm Tim Simpson from News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. And once again, we are back here on Adam and Chad, US 51 Country, US51Country.com, and the US 51 Country mobile app. You can call into the show at 901-475-9355. We are joined on the phone line right now with our good friend. He is the sports editor of the Brownsville State's Graphic and the Covington leader. His name is Jeff Ireland. Paperback And Mr. Ireland, thank you for joining us once again. And we're starting to get into your busy season now. We are. We're in the middle of football preseason, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> As we know, no games have started yet, but yeah. I've but you have a jamboree this pretty, week. Uh, knee deep into it for sure, talking to coaches and players and that kind of thing. That's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Where almost are nonstop. Where are the jamborees this week? There's really just one, you know, jamboree that includes the Tipping County teams. Um, Dyersburg is hosting the jamboree Friday night. Okay. And that will include Covington, Munford, and Brighton, and Haywood also, and I'm not sure I can name every other team, but Dyersburg obviously is there, Obion County, Crockett County, maybe Union City, I think that's the, that's the eighth team, I believe. So, yeah, I guess it's a jamboree, so, you know, you try to show my interest as much as you can. And probably the most interesting matchup is Munford is going to play Crockett County, which, as we, as I know, and you know, others may know, that's you know where J.R. Kirby went. That's where he landed after he and left. And he's Munford. the interim head coach right now. Exactly. The, yeah, the, the head coach uh, had a coach health had issue. I think a heart attack is what I heard. I think that's right. Yeah, he had uh, yeah. open heart surgery, maybe. Um, but uh, he, anyway, he's recovering from a medical condition, and J.R. Kirby's been named the interim head coach while the guy recovers. So now uh, Kirby will be coaching in the jamboree against his old team in Mumford. Exactly. That's kind of weird the way, the way it worked out. And not to make light of, of uh, I think Kevin Ward is the guy's name for Crockett County. His uh, medical condition, I'm sure it's serious. I think he's going to be okay. But, yeah, it's just, you know, drama seems to follow Coach Kirby as far as just – not that, but, I mean, as far as right. he's playing. No, I, I know what you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. To have it's to play Mumford of, right out of the gate when you first, when you get named. Yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's it's, kind it's, of weird uh, the way it worked out. But, you know, it's just a jamboree, so it's – it yeah, it and it's not a big deal because honestly, teams don't show that much in a jamboree. And and I know this from personal experience was uh, the the one year that I played high school football, uh, the, I got to play in the jamboree, so I know they're not playing the best players. No, it's, they're, they're sending know, it's them out there for a couple fans, downs, right. and then they're and then they're mm-hmm. letting the guys like me go in there and and just right. you know, kind of do whatever. 
<laughs> it's a way to raise money, and you know, it's eight bucks. Yeah, you know, I never pay to get in the game, so sometimes I forget how much it is. It's eight bucks to get in the jamboree. Oh, really? figure how many people are going to show up. And that's you know pretty good money maker. Yeah, that's a good little haul for Dyersburger. Yeah, I guess do so they split the gate or how does that work? What'd you say? Do they split the gate with the schools? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the participating teams get get a cut of it. Now, whether or not they split it like eight ways, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I would think the home team would get a, a little more. Maybe portion, not. Yeah. I think it concessions. You know, I'm not. I'm not really sure how that works. I don't know. You would think that they get a little bit more anyway. Uh, by yeah, hosting. I'm not sure how that works, is, but, but uh, I wish it was here. Uh, you know, I'm not even sure if I'm going to actually get to go. I, I may or may not. I'm not really sure. You can't get um, the uh, travel expenditures approved by the league. <laughs> yeah, and it's early. It's at six, you know, which means you know you got to leave like four thirty and stuff. I got work to do and things like that. So I don't know. I may or may not go. It's just it's just it's you a got work to do. Not, this is your job. <laughs> yeah, and football is your job. <laughs> But it's just a jamboree, and you know, it's basically a scrimmage with, with a uniform on and people in the stands. Yeah, you know? so it's just something to get worked up about. But I'll, if I'm not there, I will have some representation there, one way or the other, and I'll I'll bring the news back to Tipton County and uh, Haywood County, one way or the other. But that's that's what we got next. So you know that's 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 the next exciting thing in football. But after that, you know we're getting going for real. I'm sure you guys are fully aware of the. First game of the year is Covington and Munford playing each other, so that's something to look forward to for sure. As a matter of fact, uh, we will be carrying that game right here on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. And myself, I'll be doing color commentary for the television broadcast on Ritter Channel 11. Wow. So, so what, what are you going to wear for that? What do you, what do you wear for, for when you're on TV? I, I, don't, I don't think I'll be on camera. Oh, okay. So you'll just I think, be, uh, but I'll wear what I I'll, I'll probably wear what I typically got on on this television show, and I'll I'll wear you know either like a WKBL Sports polo, or I usually have a polo on on this show. Sometimes I wear a t-shirt. I'll be wearing a t-shirt uh, week after next because I just got uh, the uh, head of the uh, Munford Booster Club came by and brought. I saw uh, he had he had sent me a message and shown me the shirts that they have for the. M&M Bowl this year, yeah. and I said, I want two of those, and I, I you know, so where can I go to buy those, because I want two of those, and uh, they're selling them for, uh, it's 15 bucks up to extra large, I think 17 bucks for above extra large, um, but he brought mine by uh, just a few minutes ago, dropped it off at the station, and, and they are awesome, and I, so I will have a t-shirt on that day to show everybody what those t-shirts look like, and what they can buy, that'll be the week of the M&M Bowl. But uh, I understand. Yeah, probably just uh, probably just wear wear what I wear, man. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I wear an Armani, I wear usually wear my Armani suit when I cover games. So, but yeah, that, that's just me. That's what I do. You know, I'm I'm gonna just about bet that my suit. I have three or four suits, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that none of them fit. <laughs> I don't even own a suit. I'm 44 years old. I have never owned a suit. It's I'm not really sure what that says about me. It doesn't say anything good about me for sure, but yeah, I've, I've never even owned a suit. I've somehow gotten by in life without owning a suit. What do you wear to funerals? Really sure. Funerals? Yeah, you know, I just throw together some khakis and a dress shirt and a tie, you know, like a sports jacket. Well, at least you have a tie. Yeah, I, I wear ties, you know, not regularly, <laughs> but I can wear a tie, but yeah, I've never owned a suit, which is, I think I've made it 44. I'm like halfway to death, so I think I, I think I can make it the rest of the way without getting a suit. Yeah, well, you'll get one at least at the end. <laughs> You'll be in it forever. I'm looking forward to that. Right? <laughs> You'll be in it until you're worm food. So that'll be the, that. That can be in my obituary. 
We finally got Ireland in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> Only time I've ever seen Ireland in a suit. I it would uh I would put it in my will not to be buried in a suit if I were you. I know. I think I want to be right buried in my Hawaiian my, shirt. Yeah, my Kevin Toledo working uniform, you know, which is usually cargo shorts and and the maybe uh, a, maybe a polo if it's a, like a big game, you know, like a if it's just a regular game, a t-shirt, fedora or something. cap with the big press badge hanging out of the top of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, something like that. Just whatever, whatever happens to be clean. Or maybe my Chad and Adam make sports ready again shirt. That's the there one. You, you, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you what, that's the one you should wear at work. <laughs> I've been cutting the grass in it for the most part, but yeah, oh. I live I live on a, you know, a street that gets a lot of traffic, so I feel like that's. Yeah, you guys. It's all right. It helps out. Every little bit yeah. helps, man. Uh, it wouldn't hurt, though, if you went to Kroger in it or something. <laughs> yeah. I did wear it somewhere the other day. I forgot where I was. Oh, I know what I did. That's funny. I wore it to vote. But that was, what day was that? That was Thursday? Adam, I don't think, heard he's researching something over there or something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah he, the funny thing was, you, know, you, you, can't, you can't wear, like, campaign stuff into the polling oh, place, okay? Yeah. So I like had to explain to them this is not a real nobody's thing. running for anything. Oh, <laughs> right, it looks like a campaign shirt. Yeah. You know, so I had to explain to them Chad and Adam are not actual politicians. You know, there's these guys that have this incredible radio show, but I'm not oh, actually yeah. campaigning for anybody. Yeah, That's, I forgot about that. I meant to mention that you guys. That's I thought that funny. was pretty funny. Yeah. I can see that with the shirt. I, I remember when we first printed them. I thought of that. I said, you know, I bet somebody's going to think. That. Of course, it's whole part of the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. That is exactly, funny. Exactly. I, I was think off about that day that and I voted, and yeah, I happened to have that shirt on. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty funny. That's funny. I would love to have seen a picture of that of of yeah. you or that anybody else wearing the shirt the with the I voted <laughs> sticker on it. It says, you know, just so it says, I voted. Yeah, hey, I did. I was wearing that briefly. I eventually took it off. But yeah, I should have got a picture of that. I didn't even think about that going up there to vote to just throw that shirt on just to. Yeah, I had a couple of funny looks. I just, I you know, preventively explained that this was not a real campaign shirt. So when you kicked out of the polling place, you got the you can't do that look like that scolding look like you're not supposed to be in front of that. And you're like, what what are they looking at me like that for? (laughs) (laughs) Like you're the only one in the room that don't know what's going on or something. You're like, wait a minute, is there something I don't know about? (laughs) That's pretty funny. That was the one down in uh, Munford. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I live in Munford, so yeah, but it's gotcha. the place right there at uh, Munford City Hall. So I did my civic duty and, and voted, so and cast my vote. So. Places I yeah. can tell you, I think I've it's, lived in every changed. polling location. Really? Well, they've switched them around. I mean, depending on what what time of year, which uh, ones? Because most time over by my, you know, it's usually in Atoka at the at Gateway, one, at Gateway where, yeah. Uh, and then they did they I do one now. of them there, and then they uh, this time though they didn't have it. At, I don't think they had it at Gateway. It was all every you had to go over to Munford. For this, for the current one. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because I was thinking that because I drove home one day and I was like, why can't I go to get one? And they said, oh, no, you got to go to Mumford. I was like, really? But, yeah, I guess it's local Now, Jeff, have you yeah. started interviewing any of the football teams yet, getting ready for your big football preview? I have, actually. I've interviewed every one of them. Uh, I did my last one today and my next to last one yesterday. So I talked to uh, Marty Wheeler at Covington today. And I talked to Robin Jacobs, of course, at Brighton yesterday. So, yep. Yeah. And I talked to yeah, Markle at Mumford and... Colin Penner at uh, Rosemark, I think, the previous week. So, yep, I've done all my interviews, and I've written probably half to three-fourths of my stories. So um, any any football questions you have, I think I can probably field them in an educating way right now. Well, okay, uh, let's try you out. What type right. of offense will we see Munford employ? I think you will see the exact same offense you have seen the last two years, is my understanding. You know, there may be 
some differences that me and you aren't going to notice and nobody's going to notice except for maybe a coach, you know. But, yeah, my understanding is from talking to uh, Nick Markle and, and the players is they plan to pretty much business as usual. They're going to line it up and try and, you know, control the clock and and just run it between the tackles and move the chains and that kind of thing. You know, he's he's not trying to change a whole lot of things as far as that goes. So that is my understanding. They have a new quarterback and – but they have really, some really good running backs back. Uh, Chaz Hayes, a junior who's back, who got the ball a lot last year, and they've got, I think, two or three starting linemen back. So I think they're going to try and get things done the way they have done it the last two years. That's, that's my understanding. And uh, what about now? Well, oh, I was going to ask you about Ripley, but I guess you didn't interview anybody at Ripley. I don't. Uh, I can't speak about Ripley too much. Rosemark has a new coach as well, though. Is he planning on making a lot of changes to the – I mean, he he wasn't on staff either under the other guy, as, as I understand it. Right? No, he was, actually. He oh, was. he was? He was an assistant. Yeah, he was an assistant for a couple of years or so, Colin Pinner. But nevertheless, he is actually changing it pretty drastically. He's, he's going to the wing tee. You know, he's a, you know, he's a Covington guy. He coached under – under Wheeler at Covington and Ripley. Wheeler, and he also Coach Wheeler for, has quite a coaching tree, doesn't he? Yeah, he really does. He's got two head coaches. And if you count Rosemark in the county, he has two. Um, no, I'm sorry, he doesn't. I'm sorry. He has two coaches. But, yeah, we got J.R. Kirby, who was at Munford, but not Crockett. And, yeah, he, he arrived. If you count Kirby and uh, Colin Penner, he had two head coaches um, on the coaching tree. So, yeah, but Colin Penner, he's going to run the wing tee. He's a wing tee guy. He was raised that way. He's coached that way. And, you know, Rosemark's been spreading it out, throwing it around the last few years, and he's going to run the wing tee and run the ball and run the ball some more and pull guards and do all that, that stuff that they do in the wing tee. So that's that's going to be his, uh, his, his MO this year. It'll so we'll, be interesting we'll see how to goes. see how that plays for them uh, as opposed to what they've been doing because uh, Rosemark is at a disadvantage because of the size of the school. They don't have a ton of huge guys. Right. And so yeah, to try yeah. to block for a running – uh, yeah. For a run first offense is a little, you know. Of course, I mean, you know, trying to block for a quarterback in more than a three step drop is is tough right. too. But uh, uh, you know, for him to be handing it off and trying to run it up the tackles, it'd be interesting to see how that pans out for. Yeah, Rick. I mean, the problem is, you know, if you spread it out, so they don't really have better athletes than anybody. Either, so, you know, the wing team. I mean, it's sort of misunderstood. That's true, even, but I don't. You can create space. But. On the field, and uh, you, you yeah. can create the space to dump it off to a tight end or, or a quick out right. route or something like that. And uh, whereas if you just run it in between the tackles, I mean, it is, it comes down to power most of the time. Yeah, the wing tee is a little bit different than, for example, Munford really doesn't run the wing tee. They really run it, like, really between the tackles. But the wing tee actually involves, like, Covington traditionally doesn't have huge guys either. They have, like, guards who are kind of athletic. And it involves a lot of, like, pulling guards and, you know, this kind of thing. It's still running, but it's not exactly the same. They're just trying to power it power it through, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost right. speaking yeah, more and than I, I know. I guess but, you rely some on the speed of the running back and the, and the, yeah, cut, the cut right. ability of him, his ability to cut it back inside or to the outside. So, right. uh, like I said, it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. We'll talk to him about that next week. Of course, he'll be in. Uh, with some players, and we'll talk to uh, them about their new offense and see what they think about it. Um, and you'll be in studio now. And I was going to ask you this too, Jeff. You're going to be in studio the whole show, right? When is this again? This <laughs> you is haven't told me yet. Next week. Next, next uh, yes, I have. What day? <laughs> I know you've told me about it. But what I haven't day? Heard about the day <laughs> I think he thought we was doing. It must be doing it different. It's, it's, it's a Tuesday still. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought maybe it was like a different day. I'm no, sorry. no. So it's a week from today. 
that right? That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yeah. Same okay. time everything. Yeah. I'm what are we sure for today? The Adam and Chad High School Football Preview. I know what preview. he's thinking. Of. He's thinking where we, you know, y'all had the the coach, you know, the daytime, the thing you did. Oh, that was four years ago. That was last year. The media day? No, yeah, that's it, the media we, day. We didn't have media day last year. A year before last year. We had it. Because it's been since I've been here. Anyway, <laughs> well, let me just straighten this all out and let you know and let everybody in the audience know that uh, next Tuesday night on the 16th at 8 p.m., regular time, same place, Adam and Chad, it's our 2016 high school football preview. And uh, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Last year, we did trivia with the players, uh, and, and we, we quizzed them on European football, and which is soccer, and uh, let the teams compete with each other. This year, we're going to do something that incorporates a wheel. So, uh, and it's going to be a game, and each, each of the teams will compete against each other, but, uh, it, it'll be, uh, we're going to incorporate the wheel with, and have different, uh, quiz type questions. That's right. Wheel of doom. No. <laughs> I want to take part in the trivia. I love, I love trivia. Uh, there you go. Yeah. This one, I, I, this one's even got, this one's got some good curveballs in it. So, okay. but, okay. you know, something it. very unexpected, but it's still, it'll be fun. I hear the music playing. Oh, That's right. <laughs> I didn't get to talk about Brighton or Covington. Let's just say they'll both be really good. That's well, you're going to get to talk about them next week. You'll be That's here right. for the entire show, okay. helping us interview every one of our teams. Thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next week, Jeff. All right, guys. Take care. I'll see you Tuesday. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. We'll be right Party back with no. our guest, Larry Johnson. He is the Brighton wrestling coach. He'll be here talking about Olympic Wrestling. That's after the break on Adam and Chad on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. Hi, I'm Connor Val. Hi, I'm Parker Val. If you're having trouble with your air conditioning, give my dad a call at VMS Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts at VMS Heating and Cooling, your local carrier dealer. Let the experts at VMS Heating and Cooling get peak performance from your heating and cooling system. Don't wait until hot weather is here before you realize your cooling system is broken. Turn to the experts at VMS Heating and Cooling, your local carrier dealer, today at 901-296-5189. All major credit cards accepted. Need financing? Apply online at vmsheatingandcooling.com. VMS Heating and Cooling is a licensed and insured carrier dealer. 296-5189. Call today. You'll be glad you did. I'll be glad you did. No excuses. Now is the perfect time to go back to school and get your degree or certificate. Register now for fall classes at Dyersburg State Community College, offering convenient night and online classes for in-demand programs, including advanced integrated industrial technology, criminal justice, and agriculture. Need money for college? Ask about the new Tennessee Reconnect and Return to Learn scholarships for adult students. Hurry. Classes begin August 22nd. Your success begins at Dyersburg State. At the intersection of Atoka Avenue and Highway 51 in Atoka is a bright blue and white building. You've probably always known it as Penny Pantry. Well, now it's Valero. The only thing that's changed, though, is the name. You'll find the same great, friendly, convenient service for high-grade gasolines as well as milk, bread, beverages of all kinds, ice, grocery, lottery tickets, and a hot deli featuring southern fried chicken, a daily assortment of hot vegetables, and the other favorites you've come to expect. The new Valero Convenience Store is locally owned and operated by 
by Penny Pantry and gasoline supplied by Wooten Oil Company, who for over 75 years has provided quality gasoline, diesel, and unbranded fuel for farmers and businesses throughout West Tennessee. Change. Covington and Tipton County have seen a lot of change over the past 10 years, but one thing that hasn't changed is the compassionate service that's the hallmark of Covington Funeral Home. Have you changed your mind about a traditional funeral and are now considering cremation? Well, Covington Funeral Home offers a variety of cremation services. If you have a pre-planned funeral at another funeral home, you can change that too. Covington Funeral Home gladly accepts pre-planned funerals from other funeral homes. Remember, it's caring for the community with compassion. Call Covington Funeral Home 476-3757. Bradford Family Pharmacy has done it again. You already know that their locally owned hometown pharmacy delivers great personalized service and that their friendly staff treat you like family. You also know about their convenient after-hours prescription drop box and that they offer free local delivery. But now, Bradford Family Pharmacy has made it even easier to manage your prescriptions. Just go to their website, BradfordFamilyPharmacy.com, or download their new mobile app. Search for Bradford Family Pharmacy in your app store to find it. Visit them at 1500 Highway 51 South in Covington. You'll be glad you did. Tennessee College of Applied Technology Covington will offer an evening machine tool class beginning September 1, 2016. This evening course will provide a unique schedule that allows flexibility to those working during the day hours. Receive extensive training and credentials to maximize your opportunity in the vocation workplace. Classes will meet on Tuesday and Thursday evenings from 5.30 to 9.30. Call 901-475-2526 or visit tcatcovington.edu for more information. Financial aid is available to those that qualify. A Tennessee Board of Regents institution. T-Cat Covington is an AAEEO employer. Here with David Whaley of Whaley's Auto Repair and Towing, and you guys offer the best roadside service in the area. We do. We do tire changes, unlock, and fuel deliveries. And, of course, what you do best is damage-free towing. That's right. We've got the best equipment in Tipton County. We also got the 50-ton rotator for all the big trucks. You guys do body work at Whaley's as well. Done body work for several years, and we've got good certified mechanics ready to take care of anybody's needs. Well, how can people get in touch with you? Man, they can call me anytime at at 901-734-7910. If you get in a pinch and you need a winch, we're the company to call. We don't charge an arm and a leg. We just want your toes. US 51 Country Here's your forecast for News Channel 3. Partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low temperature near 78 degrees. It'll be hot and humid again tomorrow. A mix of clouds and sunshine. 93 for the high. The heat index value around 105 degrees. But look for a few scattered showers and thunderstorms to cool things down for some folks. That'll continue into Thursday as well. The high temperature Thursday at 91. I'm Tim Simpson from News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. Today's country and the classics for... Olympics are here, and we've got an expert in the house to talk about Olympic wrestling. Not something you see a lot, and I'm not talking about Kurt Angle and those guys. Although Kurt Angle, I think, was an Olympic. No, he was an Olympic weightlifter, wasn't he? I think so. Uh, I think no, was... no, Kurt Angle was uh, actually a college wrestler, went okay. on to uh, win a gold medal in uh, 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, and then he went on to the WWE. So, uh, that is 
Coach Larrick Johnson. He is the Brighton High School wrestling coach. He joins us tonight to talk Olympic wrestling. And there are some interesting storylines. The U.S. not always uh, fares, they don't always go super well in wrestling uh, internationally. But uh, this year, it looks like they got a pretty good shot at making some noise in the wrestling. Uh, It's... So I want to talk to you first. I want to ask you a little bit about the wrestling in general. I think everybody knows it's it's the Greco-Roman wrestling. It's it's traditional wrestling. Uh, but explain to us a little bit about how it start because it it's uh, it's not exactly like uh, the way I understand it at least. Like let's say a fight where just two guys start on the side of the ring. They actually start in a position. Well, we'll go for the quick history. Uh, Of course, Greco-Roman is the original uh, Greek uh, Olympic wrestling back in the day. Uh, Upper body only, can't touch the legs. Uh, Right now we have three styles at the international level at the Olympics, Uh, basically two styles, Greco-Roman men and then freestyle, which is uh, comparable to our college high school wrestling. You can attack the legs in both men and women. So, yes, we start in the middle of the mat, shake hands, and the idea is to throw your opponent to his back or her back and pin them quickly. So what is the idea when the when two people are, when they start them out and there's one guy on his hands and knees and then they put the other guy, I guess, like takes his back, is that, uh, and, and then they start, that's what you see on TV all the time and in the movies. Yes. What is that? Okay, that is normally uh, at the high school level, college level. We call that uh, parterre position at the international level. One guy up, one guy down. We call it referee's position. Uh, basically, the guy on bottom is starting at a disadvantage. The guy on top is starting at an advantage. And there's points scored there. If uh, the guy on bottom separates, stands up, gets away, one point for an escape, or in a scrum or a quick uh, you know, tussle, and I get on top, it's a reversal for two. The guy on top's job is, again, to break you down, turn you on your back, and pin you quickly. <laughs> and it's a one-second pin, not a three-count, right? Uh, no, no three-count. Actually, it's two seconds and very subjective uh, with the referees. Sometimes the uh, – Counting his head, down. basically? Well, no. You know, the guy will always say my shoulder wasn't down, but, you know, clearly. Yeah, you down. Yeah. <laughs> now, what, what determines who's on top and bottom? Is there, like, a way they determine it by the – maybe a rank or something or how do they decide i know they probably swap okay between but back to the olympic wrestling real quick they modified their rules this year they have Mm -hmm. two three-minute periods so in high school wrestling when we have what a choice for the second period so there's three two-minute periods Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the first period everybody's on their feet you get an advantage on the second period we either flip the coin or the team gets to pick you either choose top, bottom, or you can go neutral on your feet. And gotcha. again, the object, once the whistle blows, is to uh, engage your opponent. I would say attack most of the time. Yeah. Attack your opponent, put them on the back, and pin them quickly. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. And, uh, okay, so just run down now the stories in the Olympics for us. What's going on in this year's Olympics? Who do we need to watch for? And what chances does the U.S. have at bringing home the gold in these events? Well, we're coming off of uh, 2012 in London. We had two gold medalists, uh, men, Mr. Jordan Burroughs, who is also in this tournament trying for his uh, second uh, Olympic gold medal. And his, he just came off like two world championships. So he is very, very tough. 
And we had uh, Mr. Jake Varner, who also won uh, Olympic gold, but he was upset by a storyline. Mr. Kyle Snyder, a junior at Ohio State, a uh, 20-year-old young man and uh, at the Olympic trials. So Snyder's the number one guy for us at that weight class. And then uh, there was two other men with bronzes, but they didn't make it back to the dance. We have Greco-Roman starting next Sunday. Uh, we have a couple upstarts. Nobody ranked in the top 10. But uh, we have an opportunity there, hopefully, to come away with uh, somebody on the podium. Now, the ladies, uh, we have two number one women in, in the tournament, uh, Miss Adeline Gray, who has been undefeated for the last two years, uh, uh, seriously on a run. She's got a great, great chance. But she's in a weight class that uh, we have some other returning world champions, so there's no guarantees. And then we have uh, Miss Margulies, who also is uh, ranked number one. And uh, unfortunately, she's going to face a Japanese wrestler that has two Olympic gold medals, trying or three Olympic gold medals, and trying for her first, fourth. So that's going to be a very uh, tough go. And then also in the men freestyle, we start Thursday. The women start Wednesday, Thursday. The men start Thursday with Jordan Burles. Hopefully he can come through with his, his medal. And then uh, we've got a couple upstarts. There's a young man, Mr. Cox, from uh, Iowa. And if anybody knows anything about wrestling, the Hawkeyes are like one of the dominant teams, like down here in the southeast region where you got uh, Alabama and Florida and different sports. But, yeah, <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes. This guy took a break <laughs> away from wrestling after winning an NCAA title and was living in his car for five months and decided, uh, what do I do? And Tom Brands, Olympic champion, his coach, called him and said, hey, you need to come back in the wrestling room. And he ran through uh, two-time world uh, team member Tony Ramos to make this team. So he's a dark horse, got a good shot. Then we got another guy from Penn State, Miss my dark horse pick, Mr. Frank Melonero uh, out of Penn State. He, uh, again, won a title for uh, Penn State, took some time off, got in some trouble, kind of, you know, were not focused. Some people rallied around him. He got, he got his act together. And uh, he won the Olympic trials. But in the Olympics, not everybody gets to go. And your country has to qualify your weight class. Mm -hmm. There's only three qualifying tournaments. And the last two were on Mon Mongolia and Turkey. And Mr. Merlano came up short. What a the... choice of places to travel. <laughs> yeah. They say, listen, you, you got to pick one or two. You either go to Mongolia or Turkey. Or Turkey. Well, he had to go to both because he didn't qualify. Oh, yeah. Because they say you, had, you could have yeah. to. I was going to say I would pick Mongolia anyway. But, yeah. yeah. So he didn't qualify. And he was not going to the Olympics. Shortly after that, as you heard in other sports, the Russians had some positive, uh, you know, chemicals. Yeah. And, uh, right. Yeah. And there was a Polish guy also. And uh, they got disqualified, and now Frank is in the tournament, and he wrestles next Sunday, and he's got a shot to, oh, wow. to get on the podium. So we're really, yeah. really excited for him. My last choice is Mr. Cox, uh, Jaden Cox out of Missouri, the Tigers mm -hmm. out there in Columbia. Uh, Long-time uh, program, very, very good. He's a junior also. He just won the NCAA title, decided to cut weight, five pounds or so, and ran through uh, the weight class, and he went on to Mongolia and qualified his weight. So he's got a good shot. So we're real excited to increase our medal count, uh, USA Wrestling, uh, you know, just like everybody else, the gymnasts, mm -hmm. the swimmers, oh, yeah. all those other uh, great sports. Let's talk a little bit about 
Brighton's wrestling program and, and wrestling in general at the high school level and how it's come along here in the county. When I was in school, we didn't have it. I think, well, I take that back. I believe Munford had a wrestling team even when I was in high school. I think yeah, Munford did wrestling even back then. They were the only ones. Well, that and a friend of ours, he used to wrestle, but I don't know which, I, I forget which high school he Which friend is that? Brad. He wrestled. Oh, it must school. have been at Munford. Yeah. Uh, because would, they I were could, the only ones that had one when, yeah. when we were in high school. There was, I, I was Covington trying to didn't have wrestling. And, very and true, Brighton, very yeah. true. Brighton only had, like, football and basketball. We didn't field any teams in anything just about. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah it, it was. Uh, so how has that come along now? Is it at every school now? Is it at Covington uh, as we speak? No, not in the region. Not in uh, Tipton County, no. And we're actually going through a different phase here in West Tennessee. Of course, as, uh, if you're familiar with high school wrestling, the powerhouses are in the south side of the counties, uh, Shelby County with Collierville and Germantown mm-hmm. and uh, on the Division One side. We're not like uh, you know football with A, AAA, the whole thing. It's either D1 or D2. D1 mm-hmm. is all public schools. D2 is all private schools. Yes. And the baddest guys on the planet on this side of the state are – purple wave of christian brothers yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's, so but everybody aspires with them i have a good rapport with them we've uh done a lot of freestyle uh club wrestling former in, in brighton coach justin whitmer works there now yes yes very involved he's been a guest on this show too yeah. uh and uh, <laughs> yeah he's but uh yeah no, we uh Brighton is still going strong. We originally started co-opt with uh, Covington back in 2002, thereabouts, and then uh, split kind of in the mid-2000s, uh, 2004, 5 time frame. And, uh, you know, Mumford is, is, is starting their program back up separately. Covington is just too far north. As you guys know, there's nothing around us. Anything mm-hmm. north is, is there's no wrestling uh, across the river. you got to go all the way to Arkansas. And, uh, of course, east, there's nothing between uh, Shelby County and uh, Davidson County over there. Yeah, in Nashville. Nashville and Murfreesboro yeah. and all down there. Franklin, you know, so it yeah. uh, makes it real tough. But we've got, uh, you know, here's the goal for us. And any high school athlete should be, you know, to, to qualify and go to state. And so, mm-hmm. you know, with 14 teams in the region, uh, that being Arlington, Millington, Bartlett, Bolton, Cordova on our side and on the other side, you know, Germantown, Collierville, uh, you know, the Dragons, if you go in their locker room, they've got like 15 region titles. Very frustrating mm-hmm. for us. I mean, we have good individuals, but it would be very nice to have a team banner uh, up there in the Brighton uh, gym. Uh, that being said, I just come off my 40th uh, high school reunion uh, this weekend, didn't go because I had some stuff to do at the University of Memphis. And, uh, you know, they're the, the football guys were uh, flying their 75-state title and I still have the two uh, league banners that, that uh, my guys are in. So, you know, once you get in the record books, you can't take that away from any hard work. But let me tell you, mm-hmm. it's a hard grind. To now, get where was that? What school was that? Oceanside High School in uh, Oceanside, California, 35 oh, okay. miles north of uh, San Diego, 97 miles south of L.A. You can oh, see nice. the ocean from the high school. Oh, yeah. But, but that let me was tell you, nice. I would not trade. <laughs> I would not trade Tippin County for anything. Yeah. And that being said, hey, Purple I think Wave, you may be damaged. <laughs> I, I think something may have happened to you while you were wrestling. If you wouldn't trade, if you wouldn't trade he's this weather, he's, this hundred, he's, this hundred something degree weather here for seventy degrees all the time. I don't, I, I don't know. 
there is traffic you wouldn't believe. Yeah. You know, and when you see the air you can breathe, you should be blessed that you're out here on the Mississippi. This is a nice area. <laughs> so, no, very, very loyal to Tipton County. Uh, we've got a couple of things going on. I've got a partnership coming up with, uh, hopefully, well, it's in the works with Covington Sportsplex to do some uh, Saturday morning wrestling type classes or, you know, PE thing to, to get some exposure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Got to talk into the mic. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure so you. working with uh, Covington Sportsplex, you know, we try to be involved in, in the community. Uh, we also do uh, a 5K run. It's called a 5K eye opener with Houston High School. They had mm-hmm. a couple athletes uh, killed by what we call drowsy drivers. Everybody's been there, you know, mm-hmm. pull over, take a nap, whatever. The You know, opening the car window doesn't work. So. You know, uh, and and on their website, if you go to their Facebook, there are other stories about college students, you know, trying to make that long drive and just not get mm-hmm. to where they're supposed to be. Very, very sad to use uh, to lose our youth that way. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I think uh, next week, my guys don't know, but we're scheduled to do the uh, adopt the highway pickup up there by uh, Highway 14. So, uh, they know now. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, we've been planning it for a while. The weather hasn't been right, and yeah. you know, we, we tied into, uh, and when you talk about wrestling in the area, I'll tell you, the closest Division One program is over there in Chattanooga. Oh, There's wow. a couple NAIA programs around, I would tell you, uh, over there in Walnut Ridge. Uh, William Baptist is two years into the making, and they've got mm-hmm. something going on. Wait, Very U, good U of program. M doesn't have wrestling? No, 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 they don't. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't know that until no. just. I just assumed they had. Well, there's a story if you want a big SEC story, and this came from USA Wrestling. You guys were really like this. So back in the day, they were trying to get membership up in the South. If you, hey, outside the ACC, there is no Division One program, none. And so here's the story. Back in the day, with Paul Bryant down there in Alabama. You got, uh, he goes to the AD and says, hey, I need uh, a weight room. And AD says, well, we don't have any space. And Paul Bryant says, yeah, you got that room over there. And that turned out that was the wrestling room. And uh, within a couple of years after they took that as the weight room, they closed the program. And probably within four years after that, uh, every SEC school dropped their Division One program. Matter of fact, an Olympian, uh, Kevin Jackson, was at LSU. He had to transfer to uh, Iowa State under Bobby Douglas and went on to be an Olympic champion in Barcelona. But oh, yeah, wow. there's no uh, no dancing in the South. <laughs> yeah. It's all they 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 use all well, the waste football. It's strange to me they, that they it hasn't everyone. come on though because it's it's a background that a lot of with MMA as huge as it is right now, and a lot of people come from the wrestling background to MMA, yeah. and so you would think that well, wrestling would have picked up. I think that the rise of UFC and MMA is what's probably bringing wrestling back. You know, it's going to help increase that, and I think it's more common. I don't know if it's just me. It seems to be more common out west and in the north northeast. Because when I lived up near Chicago, the high school that I went to up there for only a year, they had a huge wrestling program. Like they had the their weight room for their wrestlers was in the wrestling room was nicer than the one for the football team. But these were this was up near you know South Bend, right near Notre Dame, and there's a lot of the Big Ten schools around there. That's a lot of they've always had good programs for it. And I remember being completely there because I went to high school in Alabama too, and it was like wait we didn't folk you know we didn't have that. 
and it was mostly everything was football and baseball and basketball and then you got up there and it was surprising I, the wrestling they had swim teams and all kind of stuff that oh, i was really surprised here. i yeah. can still tell you to this day at brighton high you will have athletes and people tell me they don't know they have a wrestling program even though demetrius really? is the first two-time state champion actually the trivia there is when we were co-op he won one title 2006 under the cougar flag and then turned around in 2007 (laughs) won the title under the cardinal flag so as long as we've got one at brighton i'm fine with that and brighton's very unique (laughs) in a lot of ways because like for a while i didn't realize they had rug you know the rugby team well they don't it's not that's not a high school sanctioned deal well no but i mean just to have that there though yeah be a part of them is that's very unusual because i was like oh wow i didn't know they had a you know but yeah i want to make that uh, yeah, they yeah, know, no, they're, yeah. They're not affiliated with <laughs> yeah. I did want to give a shout-out to the women's yeah. softball team because let me tell you, girls, that thing you did against uh, White Creek coming back, that was huge. And, you know, mm-hmm. we are so proud of you, so keep it up and, and do that thing. And then we got two other individuals, as you will know. Uh, uh, Coach, who's the – oh, man, I'm so bad with memories. I know Coach Russ's daughter is just tearing it up on the golf, and then we had uh, the other coach – Jennings, oh, coach, I'm so sorry. His daughter with the two-time state uh, <laughs> yeah. titles, you know. So yeah. anytime we can bring home a state title, we're, we're excited about that. Gotcha. Yep. Well, we sure appreciate you joining us, coach, and hope to talk to you again in the future, and we will be looking for those picks at the Olympics. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank Have you. a great weekend. Bye-bye. You too. All right, Thank it's you. halftime. We'll be back with a score update. Today's country and the classics for West Tennessee. Worldwide at US51Country.com. WKBQ Covington is US51 Country 93.5 FM. AP Radio News. I'm Ross Simpson. The U.S. women's gymnastics team put on a show for the ages at the Rio Olympics tonight, winning its second straight team gold medal. Lori Hernandez could not stop staring at the medal around her neck. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm totally speechless. I couldn't stop saying, oh my gosh. (laughs) It was a dazzling performance here in Rio. The Americans won gold by eight points over Russia, a stunning blowout in gymnastics scoring. The team that calls itself the final five in a nod to retiring coordinator Marta Caroli gave her a fitting send-off. Gabby Douglas and Ali Reisman became the first American women to win two team golds. We did this again, history again. Sagar Magani, Rio de Janeiro. A Washington State High School assistant football coach who was fired for praying at midfield after games has sued the school district, claiming his religious rights were violated. Bremerton High School coach Joe Kennedy had prayed before and after games, sometimes joined by students since 2008. The district asked him to stop last year, but he persisted by silently taking a knee and praying. His attorney, Mike Berry, says... If Bremerton School District can fire one of their coaches because he wants to do a short personal prayer... If it can happen to Coach Kennedy, it can happen to anybody in this country. The school district argued that students could feel coerced to participate in religious activity when they see their coach lead or endorse it. I'm Steve Coleman. The police in Greenville, Tennessee, say local authorities will wait for experts to determine if there was any negligence in the operation of a Ferris wheel that three girls fell out of last night. We're standing by waiting on those final reports to come in to see how we need to proceed. I couldn't tell you if it's too big, too small, or if it was on upside down.
One of the girls, a six-year-old, suffered a traumatic brain injury and is in critical condition. This is AP Radio News. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call Geico today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowner's insurance. To all you parents sending your kids off to college, do us a favor. Invest in some good bedding. The company store has things like mattress toppers that make any bed feel like a spa. And remember, this is about protecting your investment in your flesh and blood. College is expensive, and we need sleep to learn, and sleep is hard to come by here. But hey, it's your call. TheCompanyStore.com has been perfecting a good night's sleep for over 100 years. Visit TheCompanyStore.com to see our full line of college bedding and more. Enter the code CAMPUS and get 15% off your order plus free... Can't figure out where the camera angle needs to be. Oh, are we on the air? <laughs> well, I guess I should give some scores then. Hey, it's halftime. Halftime score update. Adam and Chad. The New England Revolution beat Chicago Fire in the U.S. Open Cup. That's three to one there. And uh, in Olympic soccer, South Africa and Brazil are tied nil-nil at halftime. Canada defeated Germany 2-1. And U.S. and Colombia, as I told you earlier, played to a draw. That's all women's soccer there. Uh, now in Major League Baseball, the Indians lead the Nationals 3-1, to bottom of the ninth with two outs. Red Sox lead the Yankees 5-2, to top of the ninth with none out. Diamondbacks over the Mets 5-3 to at the end of the eighth. Cubs over the Angels 5-1, to end of the sixth. White Sox over the Royals 4-3, to top of the sixth with none out. Rangers beat the Rockies 7-5. to And in tennis, Rafael Nadal beat Seppi. Andreas, I think is his first name, but it only has the initial here. That's all for the halftime score update back in 30 on Adam and Chad on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. Whether you're looking to purchase janitorial equipment or looking for a repair shop, look no further than Golden Repair Services in Covington. GRS has the best new and used equipment like refurbished tenant scrubbers at half-off retail price. Or, if something goes wrong with your current equipment, stop by GRS for a free estimate. They also provide preventative maintenance on floor scrubbers and propane buffers so that you can get the most life out of your equipment. So call GRS today at 296-5272 or visit them online at www.goldenrepairservices.com. Adam and Chad, the second half here on U.S. 51 Country 93.5 FM and the U.S. 51 Country mobile app. Adam has not returned to the studio after the break. Therefore, he is going to get 
quite an admonishing <laughs> later on. No, uh, Adam out there seeing our guest out. He'll be back on the air in just a moment, but we want to thank Coach Larrick Johnson from Bryden Wrestling for joining us earlier, breaking down the Olympic wrestling with us. Uh, of course, I haven't heard anything on the swimming yet in the Olympics, uh, so uh, we will try to keep you posted on that. Adam, honestly, you come in here and pull all the mic cords out. I mean, geez. I was afraid of that one. Be on time, Alabama. Be on time. Uh, Anyway, so we thank Coach Johnson for coming in, and uh, we will keep you as up to date on the Olympics as we can. I want to talk right now, though, about uh, whether or not pro athletes should speak on political issues. Now, this is something we've seen a lot of, and it happens more today than it did, say, 15 years ago, right? That you see something controversial, and and I think social media has a ton to do with this because because when you're an athlete, there's not always somebody asking you for your opinion on something, but with social media, you're always giving your opinion on something, uh, and and it's a day, it's an everyday thing, and so whatever's going on, you're going to comment on. And I think social media leads to a lot of this. But athletes uh, have taken up the causes of different social issues and things like that, and a lot of people find that very distasteful. They find it very distasteful for an athlete to take a position, especially when, uh, and it seems like every issue is politically divided in this country these days, uh, but especially when the issue is politically divided, that uh, a lot of people take offense or don't think it's a good idea when an athlete tells where they stand and they take a public stance on an issue or talk about an issue publicly. And for example, we're talking about uh, like Carmelo Anthony talking about uh, opinion, uh, you know the different things going on, uh, Leonard Fournette uh wearing a t-shirt you had yeah. the saints i think it was i think it was new orleans saints but i may be wrong about that but a couple of nfl players come out uh with their hands mm-hmm. up at a at a football yeah. game and then the and, shirts with the wnba and right. all that and, yeah and of course lebron james Dwayne wade chris paul carmelo anthony uh they all made these comments at the espies mm-hmm. uh which i don't watch so i didn't see yeah. but uh the, you know they and there's a story about it in the new yorker uh, that talks about whether or not pro athletes should speak on these issues. Uh, and so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of debate that back and forth. And you guys can call in to us at 901-475-9355, 901-475-9355. And uh, you can let us know if, what you think about athletes speaking out on issues. I will say this. This is where I stand on this. And I've been back and forth because I've been one of those people that – uh, whenever a, uh, I don't like it when like, let's say Hollywood actors and things like that get up there and tell you their political endorsements or, or whatever, because I just think, you know, who cares? And like, you think you're so important that, it, but for athletes, I think it's different. And here's why, because we do hold athletes to such a standard with their public behavior that when they do something bad when athletes like we have a segment on this show called the rap sheet, you know, where we talk about every athlete that got arrested this past week. And we expect athletes to be 
a role model yeah, and to hold a certain high. So we hold them to a high standard uh, that we don't hold Hollywood actors and musicians. And, you know, we don't hold them to that. They've all, you know, how many of those have uh, drug problems and everything else and they still yeah. work and everybody still loves them. And um, whereas our athletes, we hold to this high standard as if, they have to hold a, a, a certain uh, level of moral character because children look up to them. Uh-huh. And so that's why I think that you can't have it both ways. You can't hold an athlete and say you have to present yourself as a role model. If you choose to be a professional athlete, then you must also be choosing to be a role model for young children everywhere and you you have to live your life uh, a certain way according to you know whatever society is accepted as as what yeah. is what is morally superior for that you can't you can't ask them to be a public figure in that manner and to be influential in that manner and then to never take a stance on an issue that yeah. that you can't you can't have it both ways and so to me it's perfectly fine but to me it's necessary for athletes to be able to voice their opinion on issues when we ask them because we ask them for a certain kind of behavior off court anyway we we pay attention to what they do and we admonish them for what they do off the court and in the public eye and so by giving them the responsibility of being a role model we must also give them the leeway of speaking their mind on issues yeah and i kind of feel like they they kind of have that social responsibility to like to be a role model, but now I don't have a problem with them expressing their views on something or taking a side on something, but I've seen that a lot of the problems it seems to be with what's happened lately with a lot of them is there's a time and place and the places that they're doing it. It, it, that's not the place or the time it's inappropriate their timing is wrong it's like it, when you're in a setting like say um a political setting, say they they uh attend a, a convention of some sort of political and then they say there hey i want to do a speech i feel like i i want to back this particular person or back this. that's uh, to me an athlete or not that's fine as long as they do it in For an appropriate example, manner natalie you know. gulbis from the L, uh one of the big uh, named golfers in the LPGA, yeah. she spoke at the Republican convention yeah. endorsing Trump. Yeah, and something like that, I, I have no problem with. But you get out here in a press conference or in a sports venue of any sort, and you wear a certain thing, or you're you're inciting something you don't need. They, and I know sometimes that's not the intention, but a lot of times that is, and that's why people get so angry because you're trying to incite something that's negative. Either I'll no agree. matter what, no matter the situation. I'll agree I mean, with you to this point. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree on the press conference thing. It depends on what the press conference is for. Well, I'm, I guess. Saying, I'm talking about like after games and stuff, that's not the place to holler out something or be wearing a shirt that says something. I think even after gonna... a game though, even after a game is now look, there is a certain amount of why are you talking about something nobody asked you about? Well, that uh, too. Yeah. But that's what I'm if, it, if, if you're, no relevance. I mean, I think after a game is, but now what the players do, like when they all, I can't remember who it was, well, but when they come out wearing, like something that's not league regulation that they're going to get fined for wearing yeah. uh, and, and before a game, and they sort of set the stage. They take the spotlight off of the game itself, exactly, yeah. which is what their job is. It looks is. like selfish, and, so, and then it, it, yeah. it protrudes. And so yeah. that's not what you're there for at that moment. Exactly. Yeah. And so pregame, I, I, I'm with you on pregame. I don't think pregame, I don't think they should come out wearing certain shirts or doing anything. Yeah. They shouldn't be engaging in any sort of activism uh 
before, you know, pregame or during a game. Yeah, anything that distracts from the reason that the, what's going on is going on. And uh, now after the game, I'm, I'm with you in the sense of, like, when they walk out of that locker room to go home, you know, because we see, like, when we're at games and venues, we've seen them. I, yeah, they wear whatever they want. They can say whatever they want to a reporter walking to their car. I, I have no problem with that. But if you're in front of that camera for, like, a post-game con now, if a, direct, if a reporter somebody directly says, well, what do you feel about the whatever happened, you know, the, the situation? Right. Okay, if they bring it up. You respond however you want to respond. Well, within reason. You don't respond with derogatory. You know, you're on TV, and there's probably kids that may be watching, depending on the time of night and all that. But to just bring something up or to purposely wear something out of the locker room because you know you're going to be on a press conference that's designed mainly for, you know, like people like us where we ask questions pertaining to the game, not to your personal causes, that's where I have a problem, too. Well, but here, they're, they're taking advantage this, of that camera time to promote something but, that, that may be divisive, and it's like you're not supposed to. In not the your, same regard, though, that is their platform. That is the platform that we have given them, and so they, if they are going to be socially active – then they they must use the platform well, given. In a way, and though, that is their platform. The post game press conference is their platform to address a lot of things because it's not now. Look, for the most part, I agree with you because most athletes are going to be interviewed uh, at some point throughout the week after practice or something yeah, like that. I mean, they, they got can, plenty they of can take care of it there. Yeah. And I mean, I do agree with you that that's not what anybody wants at the post game press conference. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't have as much of a problem yeah. with that. And I don't have a problem with athletes having an opinion on things. Obviously, everybody has an opinion oh, yeah. about something. And now, you know, look, it's like everything else. I mean, you sort of take, you risk. Uh, well, I, and I think it's brave in some ways because you risk things. Like, just like you and I, even on a, a much smaller level, but we come on this radio show and we risk when we talk about somebody's team, we risk a certain segment of people getting mad at us. Or, uh, And it's even more so when you're talking about something like that where you risk losing an endorsement. Oh, yeah. You know, well, and that's the thing. It's like Twitter and Facebook and all that. Yeah, I'm, now I'm one of those people, social media, you put it wherever you want, athlete, not, I don't care who you are, but you're going to be, you're going to be held accountable for those words. Just like anybody would be, just like if you said something threatening, you know, the cops get involved. I, I right. feel I mean, it's like, just like, and the that, guy when they get that, on there and say, well, I put some on Twitter and it completely, and people get all like, well, I can't believe people jumped on. No, you put it out there. It's kind of like the whole, you made your bed and I lay in it. You, you were bold enough and you wanted right, to run right. your mouth out on social media. Hey, you're getting what comes to it's you. It's like the regular guy. Uh, you know, He's just if you regular don't want guy. It, don't put it out there. This guy goes to Chick Fil A a while back during all that controversy. This is years mm-hmm. ago now, but uh, during and now I'm, I'm running out the clock. The guy videoed himself going to Chick Fil A yeah, and then telling yeah. off the girl. He and ends that, up getting fired for yeah. that. Uh, which you know he took a stand that I guess he thought was right. Most yeah. people thought it was idiotic uh, the way he did right. it. Like you said, he not, put not himself what out he there. Thought, but he, but yeah. he put himself out there, and, yeah. and so athletes face that, and it's more monetarily penalizing to them. Yeah. So they should be, so, be more careful. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll be right back on Adam and Chad. I want to tell you about something really big. It's huge. Adam and Chad on US 51 Country. They're going to change sports, and they're going to make sports great again. Believe me, no one does sports like they do. That I can tell you. It's so good, you're going to be saying, please make it a little worse. It's too good. But they can't. They can't. Because they are winners, and they are that good. That I can tell you. Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Adam and Chad. 
make sports great again. I am not Donald Trump, but I do sound like him, and I did approve this message. Are you opening a new business, moving your existing business, or using a provider other than Comcast Business? Cindy Belk can help. Cindy is your local contact for Comcast Business customers in Fayette and Tipton County. Simply call Cindy at 901-653-4152. She will come to your office and conduct an on-site technology review of your business completely free. As the local Comcast business representative, Cindy has consistently proven to be responsive to the needs of businesses in the area. Her knowledge and hands-on approach has benefited countless satisfied customers. Call Cindy today. She will work directly with the local Comcast business technicians to ensure a seamless transition. Call 901-653-4152. That's 901-653-4152. Cindy Belk and Comcast Business Services, the only business partner you will ever need. US 51 Country Here's your forecast from News Channel 3. Partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low temperature near 78 degrees. It'll be hot and humid again tomorrow. A mix of clouds and sunshine. 93 for the high. The heat index value around 105 degrees. But look for a few scattered showers and thunderstorms to cool things down for some folks. That'll continue into Thursday as well. The high temperature Thursday at 91. I'm Tim Simpson from News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. U.S. 51 Country Community Calendar. If your church, civic group, or nonprofit organization has an event coming up or important information you would like to share on the community calendar, we'd love to hear from you. Send the details to Public Service Director, 101 WKBL Drive, Covington, Tennessee, 38019, or visit us51country.com and click on Local Events to post your information. Michael Phelps in his fifth straight Olympics. What does that make like uh, 15 years since? No, uh, uh, 16 years since he started his first one. Uh, mm-hmm. So his fifth straight Olympics in, and now he already won in the relay, but now in his event, the 200 meter breaststroke, Michael Phelps takes gold. Yeah. Wins a gold medal. 200 meter butterfly. In his, he's been in five straight Olympics, still mm-hmm. winning gold medals. He's got twenty gold medals. He now. was retired two years yep. ago. Yep, he, and crazy. he's got a chance to win another one. He's got another race tonight. Uh, he's anchoring the U.S. team in the four, uh, two hundred meter freestyle relay. Wow! So and they'll probably get that because I watched them qualify. There's there's pretty good chance they're, they're going to get gold yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's anchoring them. But the guy, the young guy, it's his first. I can't believe I can't remember his name. He's like twenty one. This is his first Olympics, and he is fast and he's their last you know he he's one of their good and he beat at the whole field the other day. of course that was against qualifying groups there's going to be it's going to be the best of the best now so uh but we'll, we'll know here shortly Michael phelps adding to the gold hall for the u.s usa usa <laughs> all right uh let's get to the rap sheet <laughs> The rap sheet via arrestnation.com. West Point's Tyler Lamp Army football team. 
was charged with rape by forcible compulsion, rape of an unconscious person, indecent assault, sexual assault, aggravated incident assault. Army wide receiver Tyler Lamp was charged in Chester County, Pennsylvania. According to the Evening Sun, he was charged for sexually assaulting an unconscious 19-year-old woman in her apartment on March 18th. Ryan Higgins from Louisiana Tech's football team arrested for driving while intoxicated and speeding. Uh, Louisiana Tech quarterback Ryan Higgins arrested early Friday morning in Ruston, Louisiana. According to the Monroe News Star, Higgins was arrested at 3.19 a.m. after being pulled over for driving 47 in a 35. He allegedly performed poorly on a standardized field sobriety test and had a blood alcohol content of .119. Higgins, 22, was later, later released on $1,750 bond. Luke Daly from Montana State University's football team was charged with partner or family member assault. Another one of those weird state wordings of laws. Montana State University kicker. Kicker's been in a lot of trouble this year. Kicker Luke Daly charged on a Monday in Billings, Montana. According to the Billings Gazette, Daly was charged for allegedly punching his ex-girlfriend in the face on Saturday. Daly pleaded not guilty to the charge. He was suspended from the team following this incident. Stuart Walters from John Ho- Johns Hopkins football team. Did you know Johns Hopkins had a college football team? No. I, I had no, no. idea. Johns Hopkins college football team Stuart Walters charged with first-degree sex offense. Uh, Johns Hopkins University running back Stuart Walters charged in August on Baltimore, Maryland. According to the Baltimore Sun, Walters was charged following an altercation involving his girlfriend at an apartment on Tuesday. Travis Graham from UT Chattanooga college basketball team aggravated assault according to the chattanooga times free press ut chattanooga basketball player travis graham was arrested saturday in east ridge tennessee graham was dismissed from the team following this incident rami hamad from baylor's football team third degree felony stalking baylor university offensive lineman rami hamad was arrested on monday in mcclinton county texas according to the waco tribune herald Hamad was arrested for an alleged incident involving his ex-girlfriend. Apparently, it looks, seems like stalking her. That's what he was charged with. That is the rap sheet. All the arrests that matter. Congratulations. Can we get a round of applause for the SEC? Zero teams oh, on man. the rap sheet this week. No <laughs> players from the SEC arrested in this week. <laughs> Even the volunteers escaped that. <laughs> now, well, UT chat. That's but bad. it's not in the SEC, that's true. so that's they get true. a pass. Yeah. It's not in Knoxville, so that's, that's right. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> that All is right. surprising. I think that's the first week since we've been doing the rap sheet. No, that, no, I think there was one other time. Was there? I oh. think there was one other time. It may have been the week you were the middle, out. The middle, yeah. But uh, yeah. there was one other time. But uh, moving on to NASCAR, talking about Denny Hamlin getting his first road course win, won at Watkins Glen this weekend, Joey Logano finishing second. And it raises the question that always comes up, should there be a road course in the chase? Because that's the thing about the chase is they have short tracks. They have, uh, I think, one super speedway in the chase. And uh, yeah, cause it's, they cause have it's no tempting. road courses in the chase, though. Yeah. They are all, you know, ovals or tri-ovals, mm-hmm. uh, turn left, turn left, turn left. No road courses. Should there be a road course in the chase? Should that be part of NASCAR's playoffs? That's the thing that we want to ask you guys. So hit us on Twitter at Adam Chad Sports or Facebook.com slash Adam Chad Sports or call us 901 9355 I'll take this opportunity to remind you that our show is brought to you by Dowden Power Sports in Millington. Dowden Power Sports, our title and presenting sponsor. We 
just love having them on board with us on the show, and I especially love getting to visit there. I, I, I get to go by there and talk to Josh and the guys. Uh, Eric will actually be in studio uh, this week, and I'll, I'll be able to talk to him. But I like going down there because they've got all kinds of cool stuff. Like those side-by-sides that seat like six people, and they're only made just to play in the mud. I mean, that, those things, I've never gotten to ride in one. Not not you know one of the big ones like that that's just made for money, mm-hmm. but wow you know uh, I I think it would be super fun. So if anybody out there has one and wants to take me, just let me know. <laughs> but um, they've got also uh, these the four wheelers. I don't know if you remember the the older style like Ranger four wheelers that were built for hunting. Like that's what these Can Am four wheelers, these Outlander mm-hmm. four wheelers that Can Am has. They're built for like a good hunting four-wheeler and that's uh available right there at dowden power sports go and see the full inventory online at dowdenpowersports.com they also carry x mark lawnmowers and they carry pj trailers the best built trailers on the market for you to haul around all the stuff that you're going to want to buy when you go into dowden power sports on highway 51 in millington in front of usa stadium adam what do you think about adding a road course to the chase should they do that well, my, now, my I know you don't like road courses. Yeah, that's it. Kind of sways my opinion of that. I personally wish they just do away with road courses altogether. They're bo- to me, they're the most boring race. I don't even watch them. Like I literally watched the last twenty la- twenty six laps actually because I walked in the room and I said, "Oh, there's only twenty six to go." And I thought, "Oh gosh, this is going to take forever." But then they kept raking, knocking each other off the thing off the road. And I thought, even then though, the only road courses I do like are like the. Um, and I can't ever think of what they call them, not the Le Mans, but the ones I see where they're racing the Lambos and, and Ferraris and all oh, that. Like the, yeah, uh, those type of roads. I don't know if those are true road course, but. What is that called? I can't. I, I, I want to call it Le Mans, but I know that's nowhere I, I close. I want to say but F1, but that's not right. No, they just, they, no this is, these are the modified I will, Lamborghinis and yeah. all that. And it's it's like a, it's probably got some weird long name. But anyway, mo- and most people, if you've seen them on TV, you know what I'm talking about. Those are my only kind of road courses that I prefer. I actually prefer road courses with Formula One and uh, Indy cars than I do uh, NASCAR. Something about NASCAR, it just, it's too slow going and... There's not, I guess, not enough action. Yeah, they have action, but I'm not one of those people that I'm not just watching the race for the accidents. I know a lot of people do, but um, I don't know. It's just too slow going. It, it could just be that the NASCAR, I guess, because they don't go at high enough speed for me. But I, I really don't like, and I don't like the short tracks either, though. I, I don't like all cars are lapped, but like the last five, you know, the first top five it, are the only it ones actually that aren't lapped by the end of the race. Is it F one? Oh, okay. It's because I always think Formula so I, One. Yeah, was the I, I guess I was thinking F one was for Formula, formula one. one. Yeah, but uh, so it yeah. F one. Oh no, no, it is Formula One. Never mind, I'm okay, wrong. Something else. I just what I was seeing is I was uh, what I did is I was looking to see what did they what did they do like where does Ferrari race because I know they have Ferraris in it. Yeah, and but Ferrari sponsors an F one car. Is, yeah. is where I got mixed up on that. Yeah, they um, I don't know. I but yeah, those are the only kind I care for. Um. I, I even like rally car races better, like the Red Bull series. What and are all the that. races? You know the races that they have, and they have these at road courses too. And there'll be like two different racing circuits, two or three, racing at the same time. Uh, I, like they'll have oh, yeah. Corvettes and Lamborghinis, yeah. and then they'll have like another class that has Porsches, like some BMWs, yeah, like Porsches and, and BMWs and, and, and things like that. And then they'll have uh, like Formula One cars. Yeah, and they're all on the track at the same time. Yeah, I I don't I, I know it's all it's all the European overseas stuff, but I I uh, 
then I started making jokes saying, well, you shouldn't hit the gumball 3000, but that's a completely different thing all in itself. I, I don't know, even know you what never, that means. Oh, anybody out there that's seen a certain movie, that the gumball 3000, basically the gumball 3000 is where... Is that from Wreck-It Ralph? No, no. Oh. Worse. It's the one we can't even mention on air. Let's put it that way. It's a, just the name. It's not something, you know family appropriate okay but, but it's a funny movie. most people people out there they've seen it they know exactly what i'm talking about basically johnny knoxville <laughs> if that doesn't give it away oh, him and his okay, cohorts okay. they what you do is people that have exotic cars race three thousand miles across europe um basically it's not a legally sanctioned race either they all have these placards and stickers all over their cars and they race from one part of the country to, or not country but across multiple countries in that case and they get there as quickly as possible, and it takes days and days. But it's not, and some of them wreck their cars. I mean, it's, it's they, they, some of them get pulled over, some get arrested, you know, for driving insane speeds too, because they they're actually racing. They, but uh, anyway, even something like that to me is more interesting than Watkins Glen. But uh, but as far as go back to the question you initially answered, I don't think they should have road courses or short tracks anywhere on the in the chase. I, I actually actually wish they'd add a couple more speedway super speedways. Cause I, but that's just like I said, my my uh, opinion is skewed by my own personal bias to what I like. But I I just don't I don't think it really adds much to. It. I know some of them agree that there are some drivers that are good that are better at road courses, but it's only one out of uh, you know a dozen races. It's really doesn't that one race. Well, might I think help if them. if they're in the. Uh if they're in the regular season, if you have road yeah, courses, I think they're fine in the regular season. They, well, but. no, but I'm saying if they are in the regular season, then there should be one in the postseason. Just mm-hmm. because that's a the the postseason is supposed to be a microcosm of the season, right? Well, yeah. So it's supposed to encapsulate everything that you've had, and so to throw a road course in there, I think would be a good idea. I think it would help even it out and make it more representative of the well, sport. The well, and I guess, I mean, I could see that. I figured, you know, they would have done that already because of that, based on that logic. You know, it, it makes sense. And me, though, I guess I'm I'm not ever, I wouldn't be ever a, a proponent to, of it because I just don't, I'm just not a, a road course fan at all. Like I said, this weekend, and it was a little more interesting because they were sliding all over the road and fighting for position. But just those, those slow curves is what lose, you lose me when they have to slow down to almost to a crawl to go around those little curves and i just i i can't you know all the stop and go i just i can't handle it i don't i don't know i just i've never been a fan of them but um i mean i i I guess i don't have a problem with the going left the whole time so (laughs) but i i think i i don't think they'll they'll add it i think it's better off being you know Speaking of the NASCAR race, we do have uh, the call on the Watkins Glen race, the road course, this past uh, Sunday, and uh, we will play that. It's cut one, Mr. Coming up on the final turn, Martin Trex Jr. is going to be aggressive. Denny Hamlin out front. Aggressive goes around. That's right. Martin Jr. spins. Denny Hamlin will win at the Glen. It ranks right up there, I'll be honest with you, because at a road course, arrow's not as important. The motor's not as important. It's about the driver and hitting his marks and being aggressive and being aggressive but staying on the racetrack. And really, that was what we did well all day today is I didn't make mistakes. I think I overdrove one corner, uh, one lap, and uh, didn't make any mistakes on pit road. And uh, it well-executed weekend for our FedEx team, and this is what we can do when we, when we execute. American Le Mans is the name of that series. 
by the way, not the one that we just heard. That was Danny Hamlin, of course, talking about winning the road course. And uh, he, he drove a really good race, man. And to me, see, I like the road course. I don't – I'm not saying I would like to see NASCAR race all road courses, but I would like to see him throw another one in there. And the reason is because they uh, – the, you know, at – they need to bring back Sears Point, I think. But uh, they should. Oh, see, I never liked Sears Point. They, so. but I, I think that it offers a break from the traditional style course. It's something that's neat. Everybody looks forward to it. I think because it's it's different, and there's only a couple of them every year. And I think it challenges the drivers, and it takes some out of the mechanic shop and puts it in the driver hands. Uh, and and you really have to be able to drive. I mean, when you're working on those road courses, you really got to drive those. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. so I I think that it's it's in a lot of ways it's more challenging for the drivers and it's more of a driver's track. And so that's that's why I like it. But yeah, uh, the series that races the Porsche and the Audis is the American Le Mans. Le Mans. That just, see, I kept thinking yeah. Le Mans, but I was thought maybe that just doesn't. Well, sound it took right. me a minute to find it, but it was American Le Mans. The American Le Mans is what that was. So. Uh, the, uh, and I still haven't found which one is the one that lets all like the all different kinds and they're all competing in different races, but they're all in there at the same time. I haven't yeah. found it yet. Um, but that one, uh, I, I remember, I think that was the one Dale Earnhardt Jr. got, uh, burned in the Corvette. He was in that one, I think, where they had what cars from different circuits oh, yeah. on the track at the same time. Hmm. Um, and the, the thing about those is the taillights work in the cars. That that's what like you see the taillights light up when they hit the brakes, and mm-hmm. I, you don't you know in NASCAR you don't have that warning you you don't yeah. know I mean you just have to know by how close you're getting and yeah so uh, it's it's kind of different to be watching a race like that and also I think they'll race in the rain I, I think they'll race I, I think they will put on rain tires and race in the rain uh, in in those series and I know NASCAR has tried <laughs> yeah that. they have headlights and everything NASCAR has tried that. Uh, and I, I want to say in Mexico City they raced in the rain one time. Uh, they tried a new Goodyear uh, rain tire or something, uh, but and, and maybe in Japan too. But I know that like your Formula One cars and stuff, they have the ability to race in the rain. And I just wonder at what point, or if ever, will NASCAR ever put a different tire on there and try to continue to race in the rain, or if they uh, never will. Now... Uh, they do it at road courses where they don't get up the speeds that they get up at the super speedway, uh, the the circuits that do race in the rain. Yeah. And so it's not like they're uh, racing, you know, 200 miles an hour at Talladega. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's different. Yeah. There's a lot of the mechanics of the car and everything. It's a whole other thing. That would be interesting, though. We'll be right back to wrap this whole thing up. It's Adam and Chad, brought to you by Dowden Power Sports on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. Since 1889, First Citizens National Bank has been your locally owned, community-focused bank. We're here to be unbelievably good, not just as your bank, but as your neighbor, too. 
If you're looking for a good local bank, stop by First Citizens National Bank and say hello. We can't wait to serve you with everything we have. We're here for good. Visit us at firstcnb.com. Member FDIC. This is Penny Hardaway. Y'all know I'm a hometown guy, and you should know that King Cotton is our hometown brand. We were both born here. Of course, King Cotton is a little older than me. For 75 years, the folks at King Cotton have been making the best smoked sausage, bacon, hot dogs, and bologna anywhere around. I was raised on it. I love the den, and it's still on my table today. It's still rightly seasoned, and that's why King Cotton is still my number one pick. Looking for a finish mower with classic design and time-tested performance? The Woods Pro Series Finish Mower offers just that. Landscape professionals look to woods for quality, durability, and productivity in a finish mower. Available in 5, 6, and 7-foot cutting widths. It's easy to pick the right mower for the job. And with Woods' reputation as the leader in the finish mower industry, all the features these mowers offer are designed to provide superior performance across a range of mowing applications. Stop by Wooten Tractor Company, Highway 51 Covington, and see one for yourself. Woods Premium Rear Discharge Finish Mowers. Proven time and time again. Melly Yarbrough Funeral Home can trace its roots in Tipton County back to 1890. A lot has changed since then, but we're still a locally owned and family business committed to providing the best personalized service for Tipton County families in their time of need. And we don't just mean during business hours. We're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to help anyone that needs us. Visit us at 1701 Highway 51 South in Covington or give us a call at 476-9778. Or if you're online, visit our website at www.maleyarbro.com. In your time of need, come let our family help your family. Preserve your home video memories before it's too late. KBJ TV can transfer your old 8mm movie film, VHS, mini DV, or Betamax tapes, or 35mm color slides onto a DVD. Copies then can be made and given as gifts to others. Don't let your priceless video memories fade away forever. Save them today. Call KBJ for complete details at 901-476-0426. That's 901-476-0426. Yamaha Mill is now Dowden Power Sports. I'm Josh Dowden, and I'm inviting you to check out the new Can-Am side-by-side, four-wheelers, and the Can-Am Spiders. Dowden Power Sports also has the only golf cars around that are street legal on roads posted 35 miles per hour or less. Need to haul your new toys? Dowden Power Sports is an authorized dealer for PJ trailers, the best-built trailers on the market. We also do service and repair on most major brands of motorcycles and off-road vehicles. Visit us online at DowdenPowerSports.com or stop by the dealership on Highway 51 in Millington next to Homer Skelton CDJR. Where do you go for the best deals on new tires and the largest selection of new tires in Tipton County? 51 Tire. Where do you go for the best deal on auto and diesel service, maintenance, and performance? 51 Tire. Who has the best deal on car audio alarms, video, and navigation tracking systems? 51 Tire. For the best service of ASC certified factory trained technicians, where do you go? Go to 51 Tire in their all-new location, 840 Highway 51 North in Covington. Call 901-476-2555. Like us on Facebook at 51 Tire and Audio. It's tough out there trying to stretch your paycheck a little further than the last one. It means cutting costs, and the best place to start is by calling the Brad Carlisle State Farm Team. We'll do a free discount double check to be sure you're getting the discounts you deserve up to 40%. So call the Brad Carlisle State Farm team today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call the Brad Carlisle team at 901-476-7500 or visit bradcarlisle.com. U.S. 51 Country Weather. 
Here's your forecast from News Channel 3. Partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low temperature near 78 degrees. It'll be hot and humid again tomorrow. A mix of clouds and sunshine. 93 for the high. The heat index value around 105 degrees. But look for a few scattered showers and thunderstorms to cool things down for some folks. That'll continue into Thursday as well. The high temperature Thursday at 91. I'm Tim Simpson for News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. I always want to do. I always want to do the Isaac. Is that the, is that the shaft thing? It sounds like it, doesn't it? It's or is not that just it. a variation. Not, it's oh, very okay. close, but it's not that. The uh, you know, occasionally over on our old station, twelve fifty a.m., uh, mm-hmm. they do play, play the shaft theme song. Yeah, you know, speaking of older stuff, it's kind of completely on a whole other thing. When you, you brought that, made me think. I didn't realize that in Suicide Squad, the new movie came out this weekend. That the version of Bohemian Rhapsody that they play in the commercial that they play in it is actually a redone version for the soundtrack by. Um, I knew it was different. Uh, not Jim Class Heroes. It's one of the. Uh, I knew it wasn't Queen when I saw the trailer. Yeah, and I see. I didn't realize till I saw it, and then I heard the. I thought, oh, somebody redid it, and and of course this is my own. It's absolutely terrible. They used the good parts of it in the in the preview. Oh, but you, you saw the to, movie? No, no, no. I, I saw the, I listened to the album. I, I'm one, I just weird looking. Oh, the yeah. song. The song. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Now, the movie I've heard is awesome. Now, I've heard people complain about it. So I can't talk about it enough without spoiling. What I've seen is like spoiled. Rotten Tomatoes, like critics all panned hey, it. If they and, pan it, it's but, probably but, pretty good. But fans all loved it. Yeah. Like, it's, so, it's a huge So, you know, disparity. it's a pretty decent movie because like all the other movies, usually most movies, the critics just, they, you know, all my this garbage. And her boyfriend, it turns out to be pretty good. My stepdaughter and her boyfriend saw it over the weekend and said it was awesome. Yeah, they, they both said it I've was heard awesome. nothing but good now, from true like me and my wife like were gonna see movies. it, but then uh, we ended up not going. So uh, we will probably I probably won't see it until this weekend, but I will see it. Yeah, it, I, I, they they're saying it's good. And, yeah, and, I've heard nothing but good. Well, good from people that I know that have know, actually kind of like me and you do, know, where you saw movies before me and told me, oh man, like with Iron Man, I remember I, love, I still lie by that because I was I don't I've never liked Iron Man, I never cared for the thing. Well, then you you went and saw this was the first one because people were going like, how do you not like? No, you understand. I didn't like even the, from the comic book side of it. And I thought, how could why would they make Iron Man? And then you went and saw it. And then I remember you come back and tell me like, oh man, this movie's actually. And then of course I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, they did an awesome awesome job which i mean we're both in the comic book movies and everything but i've heard yeah i've heard nothing but good but i i was curious because the soundtrack is pretty interesting for the suicide squads or suicide squad and i i wanted to kind of see and then when i saw that i thought somebody redid what i thought oh you better have done it right because that's one of my because i goes always back to wayne's world movie <laughs> i think of that scene that defined that movie but after I heard it, I was like, oh, shame on you. That was awful. That's an awful. Some people might not agree with me, but if you get a chance, catch it, check it out. I think it's uh, you can hear it on YouTube. And was all that Wayne's World 1 or 2? That was 1, wasn't it? With I Bohemian think so. Rhapsody? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, but it was the, – the remake is absolutely terrible. I think That's just my personal opinion, but I, I'm actually going to have to look it up to see. I cannot remember for the life of me, and I don't want to talk bad about the wrong group. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. sure uh, who it was, but I knew when I, as soon as I heard it, I knew it was Panic at the Disco. Oh, Panic! That's, at the and they're already are yeah. not my favorite band, yeah, anyway. Right, well. So I'm not. I have no problem in trashing <laughs> them, but it was horrible, and they should not be allowed yeah, to ever yeah. make a remake ever. I'll again. tell you who does a good version of Bohemian Rhapsody is is called Hayseed Dixie. They're, a, they're they originally were a sort of spoof bluegrass band that spoofed. Uh, 
it's not a spoof. I mean, they did the songs, but it's, you know, I think it's meant to be funny of ACDC. And they called herself Hey C. Dixie. And they did all ACDC songs in bluegrass. And uh, oh, yeah. and then they sort of spread out from there and started doing other yeah. songs. And they it's do stuff a version. Like that's funny, they though. do a version of Bohemian Rhapsody that's pretty good. Pretty too. good. I've um, heard better stuff on. Uh, like the American Idol type shows of the Bohemian Rhapsody than this garbage that the only thing Panic I hate about did. those shows is they don't ever do a full song. Well, that they don't do the they real. Do they like always try to change the version. Yeah. Like, and we talked about it before. The, I like uh, that. If you make, I think you should try well, to make something your own. You shouldn't be trying to copy yeah. somebody else. The best one I've seen was the one on X Factor they did with uh, Creep. By, uh, that was Gar- good. They yeah, had a, it was a crew, like an audition though. round. Yeah. yeah, but it was really, really but good. There was well like done. one person in it that was terrible, but the rest of it was yeah. good. Yeah, and the in uh, the group, the, the well, the, whenever the I beat. hear the song "Creep" by Radiohead, I remember Beavis <laughs> and Butthead watching the video. Creep. Yeah. It always reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the Red Sox have decided creeps, back to no. back to uh, sports <laughs> here. Uh, the Red Sox have decided to scrap their. David Ortiz bobbleheads. There was a Tuesday night uh, game. Well, tonight, actually. The game was scheduled for tonight. <laughs> the first 15,000 fans were supposed to get a David Ortiz bobblehead. David Ortiz retiring at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. They're going to give away 15,000 David Ortiz bobbleheads. When the bobblehead came in, they decided that it looked racially insensitive. Now, they didn't oh, no. describe it any further, okay? The, all the manager said was the facial features looked racially insensitive. And so they didn't describe it. They didn't say in what manner or how that was, but they sent them all back. And they put a notice on the uh, stadium that said, won't be any bobbleheads tonight because whoever we had made them didn't live up to the Red Sox standards. Uh, We're sorry for any inconvenience this has caused. Like, it's a huge inconvenience. Like, that was your whole reason for going to the game was to get a Ortiz bobblehead? Oh, yeah, some people. I mean, it's just... it's all about the bobblehead, man. So, uh, but you know, and this is not the first bobblehead uh, uh, problem they've had in at baseball games giving away bobbleheads. The Washington Nationals got rid of a Jason Worth bobblehead because when they got the bobblehead, Jason Worth had his mouth open. The bobblehead has his mouth open in a like just in a weird way, and so they got rid of that one uh, in the Philadelphia Phillies who we were talking about earlier, their mascot, the Phillies gave away 45,000 Hunter Pence bobbleheads one night. The problem with that was two days before that, they had traded Hunter Pence. And they still gave the bobbleheads away two days later. Yeah, well, I could see where that might be okay. If there's people that were huge fans of them and wanted to remember them, I could see maybe that might go over okay. Otherwise, there might be people that are just, you know. That's, uh... Of course, I guess you can't because, like, you're trying to keep things quiet in the front office. So, like, the marketing department says, we're going to uh, do Hunter Pence bobbleheads on such and such night. And, like, I mean, what's the GM going to say? He's going to say, uh, you know what, you might want to hold up on that or pick a different player. Oh, then it's out. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and that's something you don't. So, I, I guess there's nothing you can really do about that situation. Yeah, it's a nature of the beast kind of thing there. Uh, but they, um, speaking of... Uh, New player stuff. I didn't know if you had it in the line that you were talking about. Uh, Paxton Lynch is going to be. Uh, That's in my. Yeah, it's, it's that, in oh, here. Okay. But yeah, Paxton Lynch going to be playing the whole second half in their Thursday's game, mm-hmm. uh, the Broncos Bears. preseason game. Mark Sanchez is going to get the start. Trevor Simeon will come in for the second quarter, and this is the plan at least. And yeah. then, uh, and then Paxton Lynch will play the entire cool. second half. Um, I think that's a bad sign that he's playing and, third in the rotation. 
the the uh, in the preseason. I think it would be much better sign if he was second. Well, yeah, but I, then again, I think this would be a chance for him to showcase. And yeah, it's the second half, and they'll probably be like half cleanup duty. And he, and you know, he's got to get some live action because you know, just like at Memphis, he started out kind of rough, and some people say, "Oh, he's going to be terrible." Yeah, he's got to get used to the speed of the game and all. That. But if he turns out, comes out swinging and really doing it, I mean, he. I don't see why he couldn't steal the starting job from the two clowns in front of him because neither one of them, me or, I mean, I know Sanchez has been this guy, but he's Mister Butt Fumble. So, I, you know, I just, I can't, I can't seriously get by see him as being the Denver, and I can't see the fans want it. I can see the fans. If I was a fan of Denver, I'd want, I'd rather have Paxton Lynch, the third string guy that really hadn't a lot of experience starting, rather than Sanchez. I don't know if Paxton Lynch is ready for that though. I don't. I mean, he may not be, but because he's got to get used wanna, to everything. The thing is, you don't want to throw him out there because you don't know how certain quarterbacks. We don't know how Aaron Rodgers would have turned out had he been thrown into the fire immediately. Well, he had years, yeah. And but now, see, Paxton doesn't have years behind somebody like that's true. He doesn't Payton. have a Brent Favre yeah. in front of him. But, Brett Favre, yeah, uh, you know, and that's what I fear for him is that he doesn't have a good mentor because you don't want. But you throw him in there and let him get beat up the first two yeah. years. He'll never. Well, be we don't want him to get been. beat up too bad. It's one of the things where, but some of that can be. You know, he has a few bad games, but, but it's learning experience. They are the though. Super Bowl champions. They do have a pretty good offensive well, line. So it shouldn't be and that Peyton much of a problem. Played pretty bad last year, so it, all it takes is just to be a. And I'd be more yep. concerned about him getting injured because of the you know not suspecting certain things and not being ready. But you got to learn somehow. I figure, hey, Craig, hey, if Johnny Manziel can start <laughs> for the Cleveland Browns or get thrown in their way, they did him. I, oh, and speaking of that, uh, you see, Robert Griffin the third is announced as their starter for the. I'm like, man, that guy's just going for punishment. He's probably going to oh, be. Oh, I uh, know. Yeah, he, he'll he'll go down the first two. Yeah, I bet he won't make it out of the preseason. He'll be injured because that offensive line is horrible. Another deal going on in the NFL, man, is the Joey Bosa situation. Joey Bosa holding out longer than any rookie in history, holding out in his rookie year on his contract. And as I understand it, the only – the big uh, sticking point is whether or not he gets all of his signing bonus this year or over two years. Oh, wow. Or something to that effect. And and maybe I misunderstand that, Mm -hmm. but – you can't be rookie salaries are pretty well set, so they they're not. It's not like they're having some big debate over the amount of money yeah. he gets paid. Yeah, rookie salaries are pretty well it. guided by yeah. uh, NFL policy, so it's got more to do with signing bonus, length of contract, things like that. Uh, and no rookie has ever held out this long. The last rookie to hold out uh, longer, to hold out close to this long, I mean, was Justin Blackman. Justin Blackman held out. Yeah. Uh, on his for a he little while. Out not but how ridiculous it. when you're a rookie who's unproven in the NFL and look, come in there if like the that, NFL yeah. has taught you anything, it's that it doesn't matter who you were in college, no. that you could be nothing in the NFL. Yeah. If you just ask Tim Tebow, who there's a story <laughs> yeah. about in this yeah. thing, who's trying out for Major League Baseball now, yeah. just ask, uh, just ask uh, Jason White from Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah. who won a Heisman, yeah. almost won a second Heisman, one of the maybe. Or, Brady Quinn from Notre Dame. Ask him what happens. I mean, it doesn't always pan out. The NFL mm-hmm. is a different game. And so for you to come in with no experience in the NFL and hold out like you're J.J. Watt. Yeah. Then you're, you're, and even J.J. Watt wasn't J.J. Watt the first year he came. You know, everybody had to earn their keep. I mean, even Tom Brady didn't walk right in out of Michigan. I don't like the whole idea of holdouts anyway. Oh, yeah. but well, for I think guy, they should be punished for For it. a rookie not to take reps with NFL players when he's about to have to step into 
yeah. into that's a big role. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's that's a, a selfish, much big. It's a huge step up, you know, especially from Big Ten football. If, but it's oh, a, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. A joke. But uh, no, it's a big I step agree. up I from agree. college football, and he should be out there practicing. Yeah. But no, he's holding well, out. It and this is where the accountability thing comes in. Like you're talking about actions, like people with their political opinions and things like that, and the, the, the athletes. If I was San Diego, I make a statement here. Guess what happens next? I understand. Yeah, you got you got picks involved in things. I'd get with management. Guess who's getting traded next week? I'm sure there's somebody because they even talk about the Dallas Cowboys can't afford it. You know, I'd find Erica and say, you know what? Guess what? We'll trade you. Negotiate a new contract with them. We don't owe you nothing. And then that way it tells the rest of the players from here on out. It's just a the standard. Thing, the says, San Diego. The problem now is San Diego let it go past the trade deadline. So now, well, if they don't now. come to terms with Bosa, uh, then Bosa's not going to play for anybody. Yeah. And that's where, in a way, though, that that could be the best thing, too, and teach him a lesson say, yeah, guess you, what, he's buddy? He's got his mom, like, tweeting out, we should have pulled an Eli Manning or something like that. Yeah, what, and cried you, like you a just little don't girl? Need, you just don't need this kind yeah. of uh, uh, distraction from a rookie. And yeah. he's not worth it. And to me, I, if I'm the Chargers at this point, I just stand more firm in what oh, I've got yeah. and just yeah. say, look, man, it's just take it or leave it. You we do it for if this we guy, end up having wasted a draft pick, yeah. whatever. And this guy, if, if you do this and bend to his will, every player coming in is going to know, hey, if I push them, they'll do whatever I want. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a two-year-old child testing you know that's what he's doing he, he's testing them to see what they'll really how badly oh how bad do you really want me well guess what this is the nfl we can find another you it's just amazing we don't know how he's gonna pan out anyway that's the thing yeah, yeah he's good like you said he's good in college that don't mean he's gonna do anything in the pros and you're going up against a big boy yeah he, oh he's big yeah wait till one there's running backs that come to that line as big as him they're gonna lay him on his back so it's like i just don't you know but I, I'm with you, and I, I think it, I think it's ridiculous. They even the NFL should step in and be able to say, even though I don't like them getting involved, that's some place where I do agree there should be some, uh, not retaliation, but there should be consequences for something of that nature. Yeah, that's not know. a negotiation. I, I don't that's, like the way professional athletics works in a lot of ways. Anyway, the yeah. way contracts work, the way they're able to trade players and 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 move yeah, them around. Yeah, no, I agree. There, there's without some that, talking to the yeah. players. There, there's a lot of things well, about it that I think can get that should be uh, and that's up to the body, up in, the, in the governing body to to control, which is made that. up of the owners. Yeah. And it's to their advantage, so that it'll be hard. To, but it's also the Players Association enters into collective bargaining agreements. So to me, the Players Association should take more of a stand on issues that matter, like the fact Instead. that they're making people move to uh, other cities without asking them. Then yeah. you, you know, or one year contract. I've seen a lot of that. You got a one year contract. I'm thinking, why would? I understand the money, but some Why of that's... Why would you uproot all your stuff? Yeah, when, yeah you and know. I understand they probably get them an apartment or somewhere temporary stay, but still, it's like, it's like uh, what was it, uh, Rudy Gay, the whole thing, going to well, Rudy Canada. Rudy Gay had to go to a different country. Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, stuff I'm like that. I'm not making that. into that yeah. again tonight. Yeah. But yeah. A <laughs> uh, quick update on the Cardinals over the last week since since last we uh, uh, spoke here. The Cardinals have gone three and four. They lost two straight to the Braves uh, and... Then uh, that that included a start by Wainwright uh, losing to the Braves. They lost to, let's see, uh, oh, they uh, lost to the Reds uh, twice. No, once. They lost to the Reds. No, twice. They lost to the Reds twice, beat the Reds twice. So they went 2-2 two and two against the Reds and uh, lost to uh, Atlanta. So Atlanta picking up some wins. Cardinals, they still just... 
middling their way through oh. the season. It's 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 starting to get crunch time. I mean, it's it's August, and so you've got about two months here to uh, crank it up. Gotcha. Uh, this is completely breaking news. Phelps claims his twenty first gold. They Another won the gold medal for Phelps. Up. That's that was one minute ago. So. Another yeah. gold medal for Phelps. Uh, wow. And it takes down Chad LaClose, his little, you know, it was in the, he, uh, Chad LaClose filled it and finished uh, fourth place. That's the guy he, he didn't was even giving the meme mug yeah. to. He didn't even medal in the last one when he won his gold in yeah. the last one, the butterfly we were talking about earlier. He didn't even medal. He finished fourth. So that was the, yeah, that was the and guy he was meme mugging in the thing. They, they win the freestyle the way, relay. Grizzlies have signed DJ Steffens, former Memphis standout. As Josh Pastner would say, most beloved Tiger of all time. Most beloved Tiger of all time, DJ Steffens. And uh, after spending some time with the D-League team, Iowa Energy, now he has signed a contract with the Grizzlies. I hope we get to see DJ Steffens play. Yeah. Mike, really you know. Tony Roden's back on the team, too. Yeah. Boy, he just... Like a, he's like a fly. In that's the house. right. You can't get yeah. away. With, you can't. You can't swat this guy down. That's right. He's keep coming back. All right. That does it for us. For Adam Craig. For Mr. Producer. Ben Albright. And everybody else here at the Fifty One Radio Studios. I'm Chad Gatlin. See ya. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.